Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Not just any day, day 100. This is episode 100 of Dynasty Wall Street. A big shout out to me for getting this show back and up and running and to no one else. No one else gets any recognition for this. This was all me that had nothing to do with the fantastic show that John and Kevin and Riley created in the first place that made me sad that it was gone, that made me wanted to keep it going. And to John for still being here and keeping it going and to Kane for just being awesome. I mean, yeah, he's part of this show also, but he's just so cool that he just, I would, I would have thanked him anyway. But let's get to it. We are here almost at, well, at, I would say, if you have a trade deadline, most of the trade deadlines are right now-ish. So hopefully you got another week because the playoffs should start 15 for you. Hopefully your deadlines are when playoffs start. If not, that's when they should be. Or, you know, just get rid of the thing altogether. But not the point. Maybe we will. Maybe we should just do a show about the trade deadline at this point, because at least John and I are going to keep bitching about it until, you know, the season's over. But speaking of John, he's going to go first. He has quarterbacks. I After last week of Zach Wilson, I'm worried for the player you are about to talk about. So who do you got, John? Oh, no, we're, we're in much better shape. Much better shape today. Uh, and I, I, too, would like to thank Kevin and Riley and then you two for joining in. It has been a a very fun ride. Uh, I can't believe we actually are doing 100 episodes of this show. It's pretty fun. Thanks to DTC for, you know, putting us on and, and enjoying it. I, I Thanks to everybody out there listening. So, quarterback, Jimmy GQ, Jimmy Garoppolo. We are about to find out that Lance is fully healthy and Garoppolo is getting benched. That's what's happening. <laughs> God, let's hope not. I, 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 at this point, I, that would not happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> even if Lance somehow was miraculously healthy, there's no way they benched Jimmy Garoppolo right now, I don't think. Um, which is kind of why I want to talk about him because he's still relatively inexpensive on the calculator. He comes in at 9.4. That's basically a 2023 20, second. Like that, uh, 23 second comes in on the calculator at nine. What do you guys think? Jimmy Garoppolo or the pick? If I need a quarterback, it's the pick very easy. If wait, wait. You said you that backwards. Pick? No, if I if I need a quarterback, sorry, I'll if I need a quarterback, I'll take Jimmy Garoppolo pretty easily. Okay. Like yeah, a second is, is pretty, sorry. A second's pretty easy to give up um for a quarterback that more than likely has some longevity in this league other than just this season. I know he's only under contract for the 49ers this season, but more than likely, there's something else out there for him. Well, they signed him to a tradable contract because they couldn't trade him because he had shoulder shoulder surgery in the offseason, which for them worked out wonderfully because they needed him. And Jimmy Garoppolo is very good at being the safe quarterback. You know, it's why the Broncos brought in... Bridgewater two years ago and like that is absolutely what the Browns tried to turn Baker into like this is absolutely those teams with very good defenses and especially like the Niners when you create your offense around yards after the catch Jimmy Garoppolo is gold for that as long as your defense is good enough that you don't fall behind and need to catch up 
you might get in trouble with that. But he is like the definition of safe. Like he'll make a bonehead play every once in a while, but he is good. And that helps with fantasy when he can throw a five-yard pass to Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, or Christian McCaffrey, or Eli Mitchell, and they could take it 60 yards for a touchdown. That just helps. So yeah, second, super easy. And I agree, he'll end up as a bridge somewhere after this year, even if, especially if he's not in San Francisco. I agree. <laughs> I'm giving up that second real easily for him. A lot of the reasons that you guys said, uh, I'll give up a second for anybody that helps me down the stretch. And if a quarterback is what I need, I, what do I care? I, like I would literally pay a second just for the remainder of this season. Yeah. If you look at next year, like half the NFL is kind of uncertain at quarterback. It's a lot. Jimmy Garoppolo is easily one of the best 32 quarterbacks on the planet. As they say, um, I don't see how he's a, not a starter somewhere. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to the list because I actually put him with, I, I went up the list because I'm curious where he is raised against certain other quarterbacks. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm given the second easily. And I believe I'm getting more than just down the stretch production, which actually should be pretty good. Like looking at his schedule and I mean, good Lord, Debo, Ayuk, CMC, just get him, get him the ball. Like, dump the ball off to him, let him go. Uh, Kittle, Kittle even not terrible. You know, plenty of good options. So I think he's a pretty easy go-get right now. Um, the list, six names, Russ. How dare I, you? I wanted, honestly, I wanted to I wanted to make it like 16 names. I wanted to make it everybody outside of. He's ready for it. <laughs> like, like just how, just how do you rank any quarterback beyond like, I don't know, whatever the top 12 or something like that? Uh, because it's all rather uh, unpleasant. All right. So the list, speaking of Denver, as Russ was, how about Russell Wilson? He's on the list. Aaron Rodgers, let's throw him on the list now too. Ryan Tannehill, Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, and Jimmy Garoppolo. All of these guys ranked above Jimmy Garoppolo in the calculator, by the way. Just for uh, just for reference, the quarterback directly below Jimmy Garoppolo in the calculator currently is Zach Wilson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, going down the list is is unappealing davis mills also lost his job malik willis uh nah matt ryan no nah, i don't think he fits the list baker as you said doesn't fit you know so so below him it's sketchy at best <laughs> um so i'm curious well, what can, your thoughts are with here. this list all right kane let's do it i it, it doesn't feel good right i don't think yeah i, I don't think like this what is, i did i think this is pretty close to a full tier just in general. I think all these guys are in a tier to me. Um, but first, I have Russell Wilson, um, which main, I think it's really fun if you try and figure out um, if by the end of the year he'll have more touchdowns than bathrooms in his house. So if you're if you're watching that battle, uh, that's going to be really exciting from, from here to the end of the year. Um, I have Tannehill at two. I think he's just been more consistent, and I think he has another year left at least one. I have Stafford at three because he's not playing. We're not sure he, if he's going to play the remainder of the season is what we're being told. Um, so he's he's at three for me because I still think he has some longevity after this season. Um, that's decent enough that that we'd want him. If we just look back at what he did last year when he wasn't hurt. 
hard to not want him on your fantasy football team. Uh, four, I have Rodgers. Um, when he plays, he puts up a good amount of fantasy points. Always does. Um, and I don't think he's ready to, to hang up the cleats yet. It, he might be out for the year, um, depending on what goes on with his thumb. I believe it's, we've heard some rumors that it's an avulsion fracture, so we'll see. Uh, he also kind of left with a rib injury last there. night too, right? Yeah, so it's, there, the talk was that he is choosing to play through the thumb injury, but he could need surgery on the thumb. Um, that he could, so we'll see with everything going on, a few different injuries. I have Brady at five, um, because I think he's at least going to score more fantasy football points than Jimmy G this year. Um, and, and then I have Jimmy G at six, but granted, if you gave me a breath of fresh air in any one of these quarterbacks, I would take that over just one of these quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like if you gave me a fourth round pick, I'd be like, cool. I now have an extra fourth round pick. Uh, and I just basically swap two of these players. I don't necessarily give a hoot about. <laughs> don't give a hoot about, which is hilarious because all of these guys are getting slotted into that super flex or quarterback two spot in the leagues that we play in. hundred <laughs> percent. I think that goes to show more of like just how I view these as an entire tier of themselves. You know what I mean? Like if, if I'm moving within the same tier, I'll just take whoever. Yeah, this is rough. Okay. So I put Russell Wilson up top because I don't know what's going on this year, but this can't be right. Like, oh, if you you've looked at his past, right? I mean, how many years do we have to see before it's not right? This is outrageously bad. Yes, but I'm not saying he needs to be the quarterback one, but like this is bad. Like, just because he hasn't had the volume before, he was one of the most efficient passers in the league. This is gross, and. I put Ryan Tannehill too because he's still young. He's scoring pretty good points. Like the only time he was really, really bad was when Derrick Henry was out. And that's because that's not his fault. That's not the offense. They they couldn't run the offense they were built to run. And even if he's gone at the end of this year, which I think contractually is possible, he will easily again like John was saying before that Garoppolo is one of the top 32 quarterbacks. So is Tannehill. If anything, just because again, young and fast, you know, and and that's enough for anyone to give him a chance. Uh, I have Aaron Rodgers third because he's good. And I, I feel like he's just too much of a jerk to retire. Like even he'll go somewhere else and it'll be at a spike for green Bay. Like he's going to go in division somehow, like, or, or or the Colts, you know, I, every old quarterback now is the new quarterback of the Colts, though. I think Derek Carr is really my my next guess. Um, Garoppolo next because he's safe. He's younger and we know he's going to keep playing. Matt Stafford. I don't know, man. Like. I might be ready to start the Matt Stafford's just going to retire talk, even though he can be around for another seven, eight years. Who the heck knows? But. He is now much more affected by injuries than he ever has been before. This offense does never has the Rams offense has never had two good years in a row, I don't think. So besides Gurley, um, I just I don't know. I don't feel safe with Matt Stafford as a quarterback on my team usually. And then Tom Brady, just because every year is going to be Tom Brady's going to retire, even though now he doesn't have a family to go home to. So maybe he just keeps playing. But I think that's going to keep his value down regardless. He still has a family. It's just different now. Okay. Um, so 
my list, it, it, I kind of looked at it as who do I want next year? Uh, because the easy answer is I will take, I'll take whoever's producing for the rest of this year. And I would give up any one of these. I would give up Rogers for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. If I lose Rogers for an extended period of time, I give up Russ like, because he's not producing <laughs> uh, for Garoppolo. But where does where, where do they fall when you know for next year when we're kind of back to hopefully level set and it's not an injury based decision? Stanford, I have one. <laughs> like he is going to be the quarterback for the Rams unless he does retire. But there are a lot of massive financial reasons to not retire. Like his contract pays him a lot of money, a lot. And there's no way that they can, there's no way he's not the starting quarterback. Like, well, it would have to be his choice. I think correct. is, is the he better would, way to say it. Like he'd have to yeah. leave. It's not. Yeah. And why would he do that? <laughs> like do not die or lose limbs. It is so much money. So I, he's going to be the quarterback for the Rams. I'm not out on the Rams. I do believe Cooper cup will come back healthy and fine. I hope they get another weapon somehow, you know, uh, to alleviate the 80 passes that have to go to cup each and every game. Uh, but even in that offense, Stafford can produce <laughs> with just cup. <laughs> like that's all it takes. So for next year, he, he's number one on my list. Number two is Russell Wilson. Very similar reason. Money, 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 money. He is going to be Denver's quarterback. Like there's no way around it. They spent a lot for him. I don't see how they can move on from him, even though this season has been terrible, straight up terrible, just bad. But he's still the number two on my list. Uh, number three, Tannehill. I, I do believe he is the starter in Tennessee next year. Like why would they move on from him when they just keep winning the division and heading to the playoffs? It just, it doesn't seem like Tennessee would make that kind of a decision. I understand they have Malik Willis. I don't think they care as much about Malik Willis as fantasy people care about wanting to see what Malik Willis can do. We kind of saw it. It didn't look great. <laughs> so uh, they know what they have in Tannehill. They know they can just keep playing that exact same game and just keep going to the playoffs. So I, I think he stays in Tennessee. Um, number four is where I slot in Jimmy Garoppolo. I. And, and the biggest thing was between him and Rogers. Who do I who do I want? I honestly do think Jimmy Garoppolo has a longer future going forward of being a starting quarterback than Rogers. I like Russ's idea that Rogers goes in place somewhere out of spite. I think that's rather <laughs> funny, <laughs> and uh, it, it would be hilarious if he completely followed the Brett Favre uh, pathway to exiting his career. Uh, but so Rogers comes in fifth, Brady sixth. Uh, you know, maybe he, maybe this is the final year. Maybe it's not. It's always going to be a tenuous one year at a time with him. I, I have a feeling. So I don't want to be on that train until I know if he's got one more year left for sure. All right. Moving on. I have running back and I wanted to make it a little interesting because I know at this point running back is who's going to score the most points for the rest of the season. So I tried to add a little bit of a twist to it by going young and scoring and Right now, that seems to be Isaiah Pacheco, where it's that interesting idea between he is young, he is a running back, but the team is showing that they want him to be their guy. Does that mean they're going to draft someone this year? 
I don't know. I probably, but who knows? So Isaiah Pacheco comes in at 6.3 on the calculator. Like Seems John said before, well. a 23 second is at nine, which means I, we'll call it a late second because a 23 third is a lot less. So would you guys give up a late second for Isaiah Pacheco because he is scoring points and chances are he could still be the guy next year? I would. I mean, I've already said I'll give up a second if I'm contending for anybody that helps me just over the next few weeks, which I think Pacheco is, I mean, I'm going to slot him into my starting lineup. Yep. I have the Chiefs running back. <laughs> like, yeah. that's an easy decision. It's an easy decision to give up a second. I might get bonus out of it because he might be the guy next year again. I, You know, it should go well over the remainder of this season. And I would think then even if they do draft somebody, he comes in as the league guy next year. If they draft somebody, I don't feel like they put the kind of draft stock into uh, a player like they did CEH. Maybe it was a lesson learned scenario uh, running back. I, you know, maybe they bring in some sort of a veteran or something like that. But I, I think Pacheco has a nice stretch down the rest of the season and comes into 2023 as the lead guy uh, for a second on the Chiefs offense. That's pretty easy buy for me. Sure. <laughs> like it's not inspiring, um, no. but like, yeah, I think more. I think realistically, right, there's no sunk cost, right? At the end of this year, more than likely, you're going to be able to get at least another second out of Pacheco. So, like, there's really no reason to not do it, right? You're betting on, like, if you play fantasy football like I do and only care about values, you're betting on a value gain because he's the Chiefs running back, right? Um, so there's a chance that he ends up becoming worth more than a second. Mm-hmm more than a late second. So I, I have no problem giving that up. I think worse comes to worse, you're probably get, you could sell him for a 24 second in the middle of the off season. Right. And like, so you helped yourself this year and you're going to get your value of a second back. It's, it's not a whole lot of room for a loss um, barring injury with a player like this. I like that way to look at it too. There is, there, there really is very little risk to yeah, adding. Like, at, sure, at you, you might go, it might go from a 23 second to a 24 second, but like you get points this year. That's, that's yep. the difference. Right. And yep. so there's really no harm, no foul. Yeah. And one of the reasons I thought, I mean, sometimes late seconds don't really get much done, but here on the like chances are the person with Pacheco on their team is the person that drafted him. And if they didn't and they paid for Pacheco, chances are you're not going to get him for a late second anyway, because they probably bought, right before the season started when people were insane and sending first for him. But chances are the person who drafted him or got him after the first waiver run after your draft, because if you only have four rounds, Ben, a lot of mine, which, okay, ours are pretty much right away, he was either drafted in the fifth or picked up after. And in that case, usually, assuming this person is playing the value game like Kane is talking about, that return is amazing. Getting a second for someone you spent like 10 fab on, you know, or you know, you drafted in the fifth round, it, it absolutely could get done. And I, I like I don't feel like I need to say anymore because YouTube said everything exactly like it should be. It's absolutely worth the cost and chances if he survives 
always such a weird saying survives the draft. If they don't spend heavy capital on another running back in this year's draft, his value could very easily go up because we will easily be able to argue that he's the guy for the chiefs. And that comes with value to the list. Now this list is a combination of young players and then older players who are just scoring points just to see how you would weigh in the youth and the idea that these players can do something next year also versus these guys are just scoring points. So the list is Tyler Algier, Deonta Foreman, Kareem Hunt, Isaiah Pacheco, and Brian Robinson. Yeah, I can go. Um, uh, my first is Brian Robinson. Like, I think that's a clear one for me. Um, I think there's a tear break there. Um, I have Pacheco at two because um, I th- he's pretty safe. Um, I have Hunt at three because he still scores some okay fantasy points. Um, and more than likely, he's going to be picked up by some team next year. He's a free agent. Um, he's one of 900 running backs that are a free agent next year. Um, so I, I think he ends up finding a job, even probably one that's similar to the one that he's in now, um, where he's getting some work. And, you know, you're going to be able to start him when worse comes to worse. At least he's always going to play some and score you some fantasy points. Uh, three or so that was three. Four for me is Deonta Foreman. Um, I have more confidence in the work he's getting this year than in any work that Tyler Algier gets next year. I think is how I feel. Um, there's no, I don't have a ton of confidence that Algier continues to, to be the guy next year. He, you know, with everything going on, he's splitting a bunch of touches with a few different running backs. Um, I assume that's going to continue next year. At least Deonta Foreman is going to help me hopefully win a championship this year. I have uh, almost the same list. I have the top two, which are in a tier for me, uh, reversed. So I have Pacheco first, and I have Robbins in second, then a tier, then Hunt and Foreman, tier, then Algier. Okay. Um, I mean, there's there's not much to say about it. I I have zero confidence that Algier is. Fantasy relevant at literally any point in his career to the point where I'm going to put him in my starting lineup. He's somebody who's going to sit on the bench. Like maybe there's an injury or two and he's going to have a game or two where he's going to be the guy. Sure. That's fine. I'll play him then. But other than that, like I, I'm never, I'm not really putting him in my lineup at any point. <laughs> and I'm totally, in my lineup. I'm totally fine with doing the reroll on Algier as well. Right. You paid a third for him. If you could trade him for a 23 third, I'm totally fine with that, just as a side note. Yeah, same. I'll take any pick, and I think we missed – I don't think we really, like, missed. I don't think it was – you know, because it was very low risk, but it's not like it's – it's it's it was a third-round pick that was, that's not going to pan out. So if I can just, like you said, re-roll it. I like that idea. All right, well, I have Robinson first, Pacheco second for everything that Kane said. I have Deonta Foreman third because I think he's going to score the most points this year. And yeah. like I don't know, man. Like, when was the last time Hunt scored a lot of points? Like <laughs> uh, last time uh Chubb left the game at half. Roughly. I have a little higher expectations of that offense down the stretch than what they've been to. So yeah, I think they that's do fair. Level up I didn't level. really weigh that in, but still. Eh. And then yeah, whatever. And then I have Algier last for all the things, same things you said. I was just threw him in there because he was young and he scored a little bit of points this year, seeing if maybe someone magically had faith in him, but no one did. Next, let's just move on to wide receiver. Well, uh, can I ask a question real fast? I'm yep. curious where, uh, like, how, how far above, 
I was trying to think of another young running back that would be a similar value, maybe. Um, how far would you guys have above Ramondre? I mean, I have Ramondre above either of those top two, but probably not by a terribly yes. large amount. How how far apart? A pretty large amount for me. Like yeah. a first? Uh, a couple, I think a couple seconds separate Raheem or uh, Ramondre Stevenson and Pacheco. I think I'm with that. Like right now, Pacheco is valued around like a late second. And I almost said Raheem because Kane did. Um, and Ramondre is at that place where you're not getting him for less than a first, but you don't really want to pay that. So he's decently more valuable to me than Pacheco, though. I kind of have like a second, safer. so. I, I don't know that it's all that much safer. And that's know, what I'm wondering, it, like, could I tear down from, like, Ramondre? Could I get, like, Pacheco and two seconds? I mean, that would be amazing, but, like, I, I'm thinking it's more like Pacheco and a second. Yeah, it's probably more like Pacheco in a second. Hmm. I'd give up Pacheco in a second for Ramondre. I think I probably would, too, go that I think I'd rather go that way yeah, That well. means it's the right price, right? I mean, yeah, but I think that is the fair – like, I think that is kind of the fair price. Yeah. If you're not competing, curious. like I can understand why you'd maybe try to try to accumulate more picks, mm-hmm. but Ramondre still so young that it doesn't make a ton of sense. Yeah, if I'm not competing, I probably would take the Pacheco and a second side. Actually, I don't know. That's I don't think it was that. I, I was curious how far you guys thought they might be apart. So good to know. All right, wide receivers, King. So just to add a little oomph to this, I'm just gonna let you know in the last three weeks. This wide receiver has had 20 targets, 12 receptions, 265 yards, and six touchdowns. Christian okay, so Watson. Let's, that mind. <laughs> let's just keep that in mind. That's the last three weeks. So pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, so the question is, do you want to give up a late first for Christian Watson? I don't. Yeah, I guess. Right I, don't, I don't want to, but that's the right price. I think it's the right move. Like, I... I don't know, man. Like, I okay, I'm just going to say no. I'm just going to say no because that's the way I feel and trying to argue otherwise would be disingenuous. I think the answer is no, but I get it if people do. It's definitely the right price. Um, I think this is one where it would be probably even roster dependent, not even like competing versus non-competing. It would be, what do I have in my wide receiver room uh, like, I mean, it's, it's really, really fair. It, it's very fair. Um, late first in 2023, I'm probably looking at getting a wide receiver with that pick. So why not just take the one that I've already seen do well? Uh, and so I'd probably just take Christian Watson. I, I don't know that I, like if somebody offers me a first form, I'm, I'm probably going to look at that team and try and figure out just where that first might be. Like if it's the if it's a playoff team that I think is going to lose early, I probably want the pick. If it's the team that I think is going to win the title, then I probably don't want the pick. So I mean, it's really close to to say a late first at this point. We need to get that calculator updated to get the to get the actual picks in soon. The one twelve, the one eleven. I want to see those. I'm ready in for there. it. I know. I like it when that updates. What do you got, Cam? Um, so think? I think I. I think I'd rather have the first right now, but like the value for me, right? So he's right in between a late first and two seconds. Like that's kind of like the group, right? 
And so I would give up two seconds for Christian Watson, but I don't think I'd give up a easily. First. I don't think anyone's taken that though. Yeah, I would easily give that up. I know. Yeah, but I'd be shocked if it's like right, but be- it's like right between. They're all within like a point and a half of each other in the calculator. So like it's all right there. Um, but I, but since John had a list of six, I'm going to give you a list of six. Woo! Um, just six fun wide receivers. Um, I could just put T Higgins in here just to make uh, Russ feel bad, but I'm not. T Higgins. Um, so we have Terry McLaurin, Jerry Judy, writing him at writing him at the bottom of the list here. Uh, uh, Marquise Brown. Oh, jeez, he's he's Watson. valued near any of these guys. Yep. Uh, Christian Watson, Brandon Ayuk, and Deontay Johnson. Hey, you're going to need to read that for me again. Sure. Uh, Terry McLaurin, Jerry Judy, Marquise Brown. Christian Watson, Deontay Johnson, and Brandon Ayuk. All right, I can go. Uh, I mean, Watson's number one on my list. Um, I actually am kind of surprised. I, I feel like I feel like this is a tier almost below um, where I would have expected him to be. I, I kind of would have thought he had rolled up a little bit higher into that list at this point. Um, but I don't know with the list off the top of my head, but uh, I was thinking he would, you were going to have him compared to, you know, the 22 rookies like Traylon Burks and Drake London and stuff. Um, but nonetheless, Watson's number one on my list. Then I have Ayuk. Uh, then I have Deontay Johnson. Wait, then I have. Did you say Deontay Johnson? Did I miss that? Yeah. Oh, cool. I missed twice. I missed names. Cool, 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 cool. Well, well done, Russ. Well done. Uh, then I have Jerry, Judy, Terry McLaurin, and uh, unfortunately, Marquise Brown, the perpetually undervalued and uh, just uh, he, he'll continue to be perpetually undervalued by me. So he's number six on the list. He had Terry McLaurin. It was kind of tough to decide who I want to put on the bottom. Um, Russ, you ready or do you want me to go? I'm good. Um, I think. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put Marquise Brown on top because <laughs> I love it. What? Because I had him on the bottom. That makes me laugh. I love it when we're that different. I mean, Hollywood Brown's really good and on a good offense. I, I don't see why you put him on the bottom of this. I have Christian Watson second because he's young and scoring so many f- points right now that his ceiling is just there. Brandon Ayuk next because when he's good, he's good, but it's a little few and far between for my liking. Like, I wish they, if they didn't resign Debo, I think Ayuk would be a top 12 wide receiver. And next, I have Terry McLaurin because I mean, he scores points, he's really good. I get that he's probably the oldest out of everyone here, even though I think no, they rejected the same year. Marquise and McLaurin, I think. Uh, Deontay Johnson next and Jerry Judy last. I'm just sad about Jerry Judy. You're done with Judy, huh? I I don't know what I need to see to feel comfortable with Jerry Judy anymore. Like, make it through an entire season is absolutely on that list. Have a quarterback that throws more than 12 touchdowns. (laughs) That would also be nice. Maybe it's, I mean, like getting through a full season is tough. I get that. Not most players don't make it through full seasons like every single year, but 
he misses a lot of time and maybe he does just need to change teams like if he ends up getting traded to an offense that is oh man trade him to the Jags so I could have Calvin Ridley and Jerry Judy on the same and Christian Kirk on the same team and I will be a Jaguars fan but like if maybe he needs to go to a different place that will just be better for him because I always thought him and Sutton complemented each other pretty well just they never were on the field for the same time or with a decent enough quarterback and somehow Russell Wilson isn't a decent enough quarterback so yeah that that's that's my jam um, I thought this list was relatively easy, to be honest, for me at least. I have Christian Watson at one. I have Brandon Ayuk at two. Like, Ayuk is just scoring more points than any of these guys, it feels like, and is on a better offense, which usually helps. Uh, Marquise Brown is at three. Like, I, I know when he comes back this year, hopefully he comes back this year, that, like, he's going to score some he points. Oh, did he, did he score any points? I didn't watch it. I know he made, he made at least one catch I saw him make. So that that's all I got. I didn't look like, into I'm it. not expecting a ton, like as soon as he gets back. Right. But hopefully towards the end of the year, he starts to do better. I think it was clear that he was the main guy when Deandre Hopkins wasn't there before he got hurt. Um, so I'm going to take my chance with him. Um, at four, I have Deontay Johnson. I think there's just a better chance that the Pittsburgh offense gets remedied faster than the Washington or the Denver offense. That is a fair point. Um, I have Terry McLaurin at five. He's just going to score more points than Jerry Judy for the next like three years. It feels like um, Jerry Judy, like I can't, even if he's healthy, I can't ever start him anymore. Like exactly. Because you're, it, you're hoping for like not, it, it's like nine, 10 points. He's like, Oh, he went like five for 48. Like, Yeah. It's a good week for him. And it's like, ooh, give me some upside in a wide receiver. It's probably a little bit better play. I mean, like, give if you put Jerry Judy in last year and before Deontay Johnson's situation, I think he's better than Deontay Johnson was. That's like, that's what I want. That's what I would need to see. Like, very, very good. Because I his, think his upside good. is not on the Denver Broncos team. Yeah, if that's really what it is, he needs to move right. on. We need we need a fresh start. But I but, don't think realistically you can continue to hold on to that player and still hope the value remains for four years, and then he goes to another team. Like, there's just so much value lost there for me. That oh yeah, for sure. Like, though yeah. to be fair, this after this season ends, I might go on a bit of a Judy buying streak just to see how it goes. Because if you can get him for late seconds couple of thirds with people are like rookie crazy and just out on Judy holding on to him for a year to see if he goes somewhere else is could be completely worth it. Or maybe Denver magically becomes great though, next but... year. Yeah, no, I, let's, like let's I said, hope. like if you can, thank you. What's, what's Ayuk's current trade value? What, what is he? Cause I feel like he's always a uh, fairly affordable as well. You guys seen him trade um, anywhere recently? In the calculator, Ayuk is like 0.2 lower than Christian Watson. Oh, okay. So, like, so basically still late. That's first. same, like the two seconds versus first kind of. I think he's more that. easily attainable for the two seconds than Christian Watson would be. Yes. I bet you you could Only offer your 23 and 24 seconds. Yeah. But it's it's not like he's that old. <laughs> he's still and fairly it's not like young. He's done, it's not like he's done poorly either. No. No. He just wasn't Debo last year. <laughs> like, I mean, that, Debo wasn't Debo last year. 
There was a two. Debo's not Debo was, this you know. year. Yeah, I think that's more. We good? All righty. Congrats, guys. Hunt number 100 in the books. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for sticking with us for this long. Hopefully you stick with us for another 100 if we keep going that long. Just saying that out loud maybe a little tired. But we are shutting down the floor of Dynasty Wall Street for another week. Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse. John Bosch at John Bosch FF. Kane Fassell at Debbie underscore Kane. Ring the bell. We are out.